0: Today's daf is daf Samech We are holding at the Mishnah at the bottom towards the. It's the second Mishnah on Samech Dalid Amud Aleph. Towards the bottom of Samech Dalel, Amud Aleph. We're behind a little bit. So Mishnah, Misha Amar B'shas misosa. Someone at the time of his death, he said Yeshli Bonim. I have sons. So ostensibly, by saying he has sons, he is exempting her. From having to worry about yibum. Because if he has sons, it goes on him, not on her. So even if she doesn't, but if he has from a previous marriage from a different woman, he there is no dinner of yibum. Right? So and he's believed. li Achim. But let's say what he said was that till now we didn't know that he had brothers. And he said, I have brothers, which now places her in the precarious situation of needing yibum without knowing exactly who the brothers are, ain't him, and that he has not believed. So let's, uh, and this, I think the Mishkanah is going to be as well, but this is how Rashi explains it, is we're starting with a scenario where we don't know that he has sons, and we don't know that he has brothers. So therefore, really, the Chazaka that she has is that she does not need yibum, right? Because no sons, no brothers, no yibum. However, so the first statement he says, uh, I have sons, he's believed because he's not really obligating her in yibum because sons does not, actually is an exemption from yibum. but really she wasn't chaya before either. But Yeshli Achim, now that changes the status from where we did not know that these brothers were here, now we're saying there are brothers, and since there aren't any children, that puts her in a situation of Yibum. so then he's not believed. Which the to right away sees, Alman, Neeman, Lahatir, Is that he's only believed to exempt her from Yibum, but he's not, he's not believed to obligate her in Yibbam. That's what the takeaway, says the Gemara from the Mishnah has to be. So if that's the case, and Rab then our Mishnah, the Tanakh of the Mishnah cannot be going like the opinion of Rab Now, where do we see Rab opinion that cannot be the author of our Mishnah? The sign we learned in a brisa. Now the Brisa is a bit more of a complex case. Remember in our Mishnah, the statement that he made was only at the time that he died. Here we're going to see A statement, the statement that's made was both, it was a statement made both at the time when he got married and retraction was made at the time that he died. But nevertheless, the principle that we derive from our Mishnah is going to seem to be conflicting with the opinion of Rabnosin. From our Mishnah comes, he's only believed to exempt her from Yibum, he's not believed to obligate her in Yibum. So the sign we learned in the Bryson. Amar Bonim. So at the time of Kedushin he said, I have sons. Now by making that statement, you're putting her mind at rest. She doesn't have to worry about But Whether she has children or not, it's not going to be a problem, because he has sons, he has existing sons, there would not be a case of Yibbo. Bashaz Misa, however, upon his deathbed, Amar Bon, Bonim. He retracted. He said, I lied. I don't really have any sons. Okay. So then that would then say, now you are Chayiv in Yibum because I don't have any sons. Here the situation was when he's about to get married to her, he says, You don't have to worry about Yibum, whether you have children, don't have children, I don't have brothers. So he said to her, lo, He said, misa amar Yeishlo and I guess that she had had children. So the, uh, uh, I'm sorry. The, and I guess, I'm sorry. There was there was no children, and therefore by saying that there is brothers, so then now you're saying that you're chayiv. So then Neman lahatir ve'en Nehman le'esor. divrei rebi. So rebi is following the principle of our mishnah. The statements that were made were the initial statements which were the ones that would exempt her from yibum, we believe the initial statements, okay? But ain't Neiman lessor, but we don't believe the retraction, because the retractions would put her in in, in the partial of yibum, obligate her yibum, he's only believed to exempt, he's not obligated believed to obligate, which Lechorah is the principle of our Mishnah, which means Rebbe aligns very well with our Mishnah. Problem is Rav Nossam. Rav Nasan Omer, Av lessor, both statements are believed. He's believed with his initial statements that would exempt her, but when he retracts, he's also believed with the secondary statements that would now obligate her in the parsha of Yibum. And the Gemara says, therefore, it does not seem that Rab Nason could be the author of our Mishnah, because in our Mishnah, we said you're only believed to uh, uh, exempt you're not believed to obligate, and Rav Nassim clearly holds that when he retracts upon his deathbed, he is believed, even though now he is obligating her in Yevum. So that's the point that one wants to say that our Mishnah, the Rav Nassim cannot be the author of our Mishnah. Comes along Rav, and Rav adds a wrinkle in Yib, adds a svaro that perhaps, therefore, it's apples and oranges, that maybe from our Mishnah, it's true the principle made in our Mishnah, seems to say that he's only believed to obliga- to exempt, but not to obligate her in Yibbun. But nevertheless, Rava says that that might not be in conflict with the statement of Rav nosen So he says like this, what is going to say, this is the premise of Rav N- Rava, we're going to see Ab- Abai disagrees completely with his premise, but Rava, what what, what? Uh, what uh, Robert is going to suggest is the following is that perhaps there is a svara that if a person, let's say, with the initial statement was not true, right, the person doesn't want to go to his grave having made a lie. It means we understand why he made the initial statement, the initial statement he made as an encouragement for her to want to get married. He says, you know what, marry me, and Yibum, don't ever worry about Yibum. Either I I have no brothers, or either I have sons, either one of those statements, that'll comfort her and she will now go into the marriage without the pressure that there might be a yibum situation. So he made that statement to make her to comfortable. Rashi points out, by the way, it could not have been an al-manas, making it a condition, because if that's a condition and we believe the second statement, that would wipe out the kedushin. So it can't be told that he did it on condition, but he did it just to assure her, to guarantee, to, to make her, now he's about to die, he doesn't want to go to his death, uh, with, with, with having told a lie. So therefore, Robert says, Shani Hossam came into Bashas Mizaka Since it is happening on his deathbed, Eima Kushta Ka'ama. That's why there's a certain level of believability. So you're right, our Mishnah is correct. Normally he's only believed to exempt her from Yibum. He's not believed to obligate her in Yibum. Yes, that's the norm. However, when it's a statement made on his deathbed that he is retracting, and he does not want to be held as a liar. So therefore, maybe that's where we give a certain level of believability, even though believing him now will obligate her. And that could be what Rav holds. And therefore, Rav technically could also be the author of our Mishnah. Amalai Abaya. Abaya says, I don't see the logic in this at all. I don't see, Abaya, what you're saying. I don't see what you're saying, Rav, makes that much sense. He says, should it not be a should not be a, uh, a right? Means If you believe him, when he made the statement on his deathbed, which basically what he is saying, the statement that I made at the time of Kedushin, I was a liar. So you're believing him, to say that he, he previously was a liar and you believe him to obligate her, right? So the So Amar kush the kam and say he's telling the truth, right? To say what he said we made it was a lie. You believe him on that. So Mat-Nissan, in a case of our Mishnah, where the statement's not made in any way showing that he was disingenuous before. So Kol Shekain, he should believe in our Mishnah without having made himself into a lie. He should be believed even though it obligates her. And yet our Mishnah doesn't say that. Our Mishnah says he's not believed to obligate her in Yibum. So to make Rab the author of the Mishnah, using that Svara, because he's believed when he's retracting, he's believed when he's retracting, he's believed when, he's he's believed when there's no retract, and therefore, does, he doesn't. That answer does not satisfy the the, the, the way of making Rav Nossam the author of our Mishnah. So therefore, so therefore, as uh, he says, like this. So the loka uh uh so the 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 where is not. Retracting and 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 causing the original statement to be a, a lie. So Lo calls your king, So for sure you should be believed in that way. So Ella Amr Abayes, Abayes is going to suggest his own creative way of understanding. Again, what we're trying to understand is it possible for Abnoson to be the author of our Mishnah? Our Mishnah seemed to say that a person's only believed to exempt a woman from Yibum, If he says, I have no brothers, or I have children from a previous marriage, he's believed. To say that I have brothers, and when there's no children, and now I'm going to be, ha- or that I don't have children, then to be chaiver in that that is not believed. So Moses is like this. So El Amrabai, the pshad is as follows. Matnisin de lo be'achi ve lo Let's understand the mission. Let's take actually how we explained Rashi and the mission explained it as well. The Mishnah starts off when you're being Makadish the woman. What is the presumption? we the, the presumptive state, the chazaka. What is the presumptive state right now when you when she's stepping up under the chuppah? At this point, we have no knowledge of children. And we have no knowledge of brothers, which means her state right now is a state that at this point, if you would fall over dead five seconds later, there would be no yibum. So she's a, she has a chazaka that there is no yibum requirement on her. He says, in such a case where you make a statement that supports the chazaka, when you say, I don't have brothers or you say that I have children, so therefore that is supporting her presumptive state. Because at this point, the presumptive state she doesn't need yibum. So when you're making a statement to support her presumptive state, you're believed. But if you want to make a statement that goes against what her chazokah is, in such a case we don't believe you. That's the shot in our Mishnah. So it's not across the board. We always believe you to Mechaev, and, be- uh, and we don't believe to always and we don't believe to Mechaev. No, it really depends based on what the presumptive state is. All you supporting the presumptive state or are you going against the presumptive state? That's why in our Mishnah, when you support that she's not Chayev, supporting her Chazaka. When you say that she is Chayev, which goes against, so that's Pshat in the Mishnah. Okay, fine. Now, what about the Machlokas, Rebbe and Rav Nossin, and the brisa? Okay, how do you understand that? That could still make Rav Noson the author of the Mishnah. So it says the more like this. Let's read inside. So the Mora says as follows. So... Uh, there's been no establishment or any prior knowledge of there being children or, or brothers. So we say... Since we have not established that there's any sons or any uh, brothers. So therefore, which means that her presumptive state now is that she's exempt. So Amar Yeshli him himself. He says, I have sons, Neman. Why? Because saying I have sons supports the situation of what a presumptive state that would make a potter if he has sons from a previous man. But Yesh, the Achim. But to say that I have brothers without having any children, that would now be going against the presumptive state to so, Aidan Neman. Because Lafko Kamine does not within his ability, he does not have the believability to ask Allah alma, to now ask her, make a statement that would answer her that she can't marry anybody now because she doesn't know who these brothers are, and going against what the presumptive state was. You don't have the ability to go. ahead and do it. That explains our Mishnah. Now what's the case in the B'raishim? So the case in the B'raishim is as follows. The case in the B'raishim was like this. Is that, let me find a place, is that actually the presumptive state over there was, Rashi says was rumored. There was rumored that there were brothers but there was no rumors about having any children, which means now the presumptive state that you're going into it, there are brothers, there are no children. So at this point, if you would kill over and have a heart attack, you would have to be consider- concerned at what? that what? She's a candidate for Yeba Machalit, so We just don't know who those brothers are. But so the case in the Rice is not the same as the case of Mishnah. There, the presumptive state was the opposite. Okay. Now let's just pay, pay attention over here. The wording is very important, right? Raja said it's not Aiden. Eight of there were eight there were brothers, and not even a shiloh. You can't change because what you say yes or no if there's eight But it wasn't eight It was like it was rumored. We had there was rumors going around that there were brothers, which creates a chazaka. It means that, that 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 that's the presumptive state. It's not clearly identified as having brothers, but nevertheless, that's the presumption. That Right? Now, the point is like this. Now he gets married, right? He is marrying her now. And, 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 and under the Chukvah, he says, listen, he says, you should know that I don't have brother, I don't, he said either one or two statements that would exempt her. He said either I don't have brothers, those rumors are wrong, I don't have brothers, or he says that, you know, even though there's no, there's no, there's no been any uh, uh, prior knowledge of me having children, I want you to know that I have children from previous marriage. Now, what is he trying to do in both of those statements? Either one or the other, it's two separate cases. In both cases, he's trying to say you're exempt. Now, what's the problem? He's trying to exempt her from Yibum. And the presumptive state we said going in is that she would be chaib in yibum because there were rumors that there were brothers. Says so the more over there, that statement that he made to exempt her, there is a tool of believability. We've come across this many times in Shas, known as the Migu. Migu means that believe me. Because if I want to lie, right, I don't have to be lying. Because if I wanted to accomplish what I want to accomplish, there's an easy way for me to do it. What's the easy way for him to do it? He could actually say to her, I'm going to give you a get that will take place five minutes before I die. What would you accomplish by saying that? I'm marrying you, I'm gonna hand you a get that doesn't take place today, it comes It takes. Comes into place five the minutes the before I die. thought those didn't work, we said. No, those do work, it doesn't work pos- posthumously. But if it works five minutes before I die, that would be, everyone agrees that such a get would be a good get. Now, what would that accomplish? What would it accomplish if a guy says to his wife, here's a get, it's from is five minutes before I die. She would never have to worry about Yibum again, why? It is really when he dies, right? five minutes beforehand. They get right. So if he really, if he wants to really accomplish something, he can accomplish it without telling a lie. He could, that's called amigu. Believe me that I'm telling the truth, because if I want to accomplish something, I could have done it in an easier way. I could do it without actually telling a lie, which is called, it's a tool of believability called amigu. So therefore, believe me now, under the chuppah, when I tell you, that either that I don't have brothers or that I have children, believe me, even though I'm changing the chazaka because the chazaka, the presumptive state was that what? That I do have brothers and I don't have children, which means you're in a presumptive state that you would think that you are going to be and yibbom. The statement that I make now should be believed. Right? That was the case. Now, that, that's called amigu. Now, what happens is, on his deathbed, he retracts. Right now, the question is: What happens when he retracts? I Means when he when he when he dies, he says, you know, I, I I about to die. He says, I lied. I really either I do have brothers or I don't have children. Whichever the stew, the case was, he's retracting from. Now, what was the machlokis over there? Rabbi said that he's only believed with the first statement to exempt her from yibum but he's not believed with the second statement with the retraction, we don't believe him that now to obligate her in yibum. That was Rebbe's position. Rab Nossin said, "No, we believe the first statement when it was made, and we also believe the retraction, which means she is going to be chayav in yibum." And we said that's not like our Mishnah. We say no because our Mishnah was talking about there was no presumpt, the presumptive state that she was exempt. In this case, we're talking about the presumptive state she was chayav. So now let's understand what exactly is going to be the machlokas between Rebbe and Rab Noson. I'm going to say it outside. Okay, it gets a little bit, the analysis over here, there's a, there's time, a lot of time, if you be you want to discuss it, we'll try and make this as simple as, as simple as possible. She walks up to the chuppah. At that point, what's her presumptive state, we said? Rumors that there's brothers and there's no children. At this point, her chazaka, her presumptive state is chayv. Comes along, the, 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 the groom, and he makes a statement that goes against the presumptive state. What does he say? I, I either I don't have brothers or I have, I have children, children, right? Now, and we said that there is a tool of believability. What's that tool of believability? He has a Migu, he has a migu right? He's Migu, because if he wanted to lie, why lie? I mean, why, why, why lie? I don't have to lie. I could have given a get with a condition that that's how five minutes before. Now, the question over here is this is the analysis. What is the strength of Amigu? How strong is Amigu? Now, there's going to be two options over here. We'll see what, what Rebbe holds one way and Abnazon holds the other way. Does Amigu work that it establishes a chazoka? Does the Amigu work to establish a presumptive state? Which then you really have one presumptive state going up against. Another presumptive state, the previous presumptive state is going up against the Migu, which we said the Migu really also just creates a presumptive state, right? Or does a Migu work like Adam? Now we said Adem, that knocks a Chazaka out of the park. I mean, I don't care what the presumptive state is, they didn't show up and say something, that becomes the new normal. That is, and, and, and the difference is, what's the difference between, if it is that the migu works like a chazaka, then the, the second chazaka does not have the ability to completely knock the first chazaka out of the park. Because really you're talking about two opposite forces, go against one another. You might, as Raji says, believe the second Chazaka because now that becomes the new Chazaka, but it does not have the co op to completely knock out this first Chazakah. But if the Migu works like Aden, then when that Migu is put in play, that first statement, what did it do to the Chazaka? It completely knocked it out of the park. Okay. Now what happens is the person's on his deathbed and he now makes a re- a, a retraction. He makes a retraction. So says uh, the, so the one is going to explain like this. Rab Nosen is of the opinion yeah, you believe the retraction. I. Ah, why are you believing the retraction? That retraction right now is trying to say that she's obligated in Yibum, even though under the Chuppah we created a Chazaka that she was exempt. He says it's true. But that first Chazaka, before she stepped up to the chub, that wasn't knocked out of the park, that's hovering out there. This the retraction can attach itself to the original Chazaka. Since the retraction attaches itself to the original Chazaka, that is strong enough to wipe out the Migu, which only had a strength at, as a Chazaka, so the retraction which now revi- revives that in Chazaka because it wasn't wiped out. But if the Migu, and this is what Rebbe holds, Rebbe holds that that Migu was like Adam until it was like Adam. that first Chazakah is gone. So now you're trying to go ahead and make a retraction. You're retracting against Adam. You're retracting against a statement that had a power of Adem. That retraction is meaningless, and therefore we only believe the first statement. We don't believe the second statement. That is now the analysis of what the has bin Rebbe and Rab is. Let's see it inside. So it? like this. So says as follows, that when he, now, under the chuppah, makes the statement, so therefore the and mali vashak, we're giving him a mali vashak, mali vashak, why should he be lying? Means that's an extension. That, that means we're applying the concept of migu, right? Because Micah Amar, what is he trying to accomplish when he makes the statement? L'miftirah, he's trying to say that the established chazaka, that she's chayev, is incorrect, and she's really, she's, she's not chayev in yibum. she, I'm creating a statement that she's betura. Right? If he wants to battle with Yibbu without lying, he might paternal He could give some type of get and exempt anyway, which therefore lends credence to the statement that's the Migu to say, believe me with my statement. Now Rebbe's position, once you establish the male Shakar, has a koach of Edim. Now what does what do Edim do to this the previous Chazokah? Huh? Ed nagra completely, it doesn't exist, right? For us, the the Adim come, and, which is the Migu, and Akri Chazoka, and uproot that original Chazoka, and now it no longer exists. Now, you want to retract. You want, how can you retract? we have already established with Adim that that's not correct. You can't go against the original statement. The retraction doesn't work. Rabbi Nosan of the opinion, the Vashakar, he doesn't have the full force of Edim. Ki chazaka dami. It all it has the koach of established chazaka. So means that chazaka B was going against chazaka A. And now that you're retracting, you're really giving credence to the chaz- original chazaka. Now that gives that koach to that original chazaka that the chazaka A trumps now chazaka B. So therefore, lo asi chazaka ba chazaka le gamri. So your amigo didn't wipe out that original chazaka completely. It, right, it weakened it, which means that the presumptive state now is created by statement A. But when you retract on statement A and go to statement B, that revitalizes and strengthens chazaka A, and therefore she the retraction works. That becomes now the machlokas, which means therefore that has nothing to do with the case in our Mishnah. And therefore, in our Mishnah, Rav Nossan might also agree in the in the statement of our Mishnah where a person's trying to uh, he's supporting either an existing Chazok, he's believed, or he's going against the existing Chazok, he's not believed. That could also be the position of Rab as well. Let's go on to the next Mishnah. Now, this Mishnah, portions of it, we already discussed a number of times before in this Masechta. Let's go through now, comprehensively, through this entire Mishnah. Case number one, Zog a Mishnah. is veto. A person's Makadish is Vito, the father's Mekadosh is daughter, Stam. And he did it in a way that it was not clear, without identifying which daughter he is being Makadesh. So ain't a boygros the bogros, the bogros are those that are above the age of 12 and a half, the, full, uh, the adults, so the adult daughters are not included in the suffix. Why aren't the, adults, the adult daughters included in the suffix? Because at this point, we say yes, a father does not have the rishus, she, they're not in his jurisdiction for him to be able to. So therefore, enabogros bechlal, all right? And therefore, the only ones you have to be concerned about is if he has a Nara or a katana. Those are the ones that are now uh, mekudashos, at least would need a get to be able to marry somebody else. Now, okay, so that's the first case, all right? Now, we're going to see what the novelty of that first case is. Now, mi sheyesh lo kite bonos. Case over here is, let's just make it an easy case. The, the, the fellow was married, he, uh, he, he got married, and I don't know, it doesn't have to be the wife died, but let's say married, had kids with, uh, daughters with wife A, all right? She dies, decides to get married again, has daughters now with wife B. Now, the daughters of wife B are younger than any of the daughters that he had with wife A, all right? That, there, that there was, that uh, was, the, the right out right with the Mishnah on some of the so therefore so now so the so he's got two groups of daughters from two different wives wife A and wife B and he comes and says I married the older daughter however there is a problem over here older here could be a relative term it could be anybody in group A could be older why? because who are they older they're older than anyone in group B, not more. And by the way, older could also be, anyone in group B could be called the older daughter, if they're older than anyone in that group. So maybe it's the, the oldest, older no, daughter. The two daughter. The oldest, oh, oh, there's multiple daughters. Well, we'll, we'll see how many, we to discuss later how many. But the point is, older could really, the only one that it cannot be referring the to, of group B. youngest of group B, because she has no one that she's older than. So That's the one is going to say. Tomorrow it says like the sukidarshi as btagdolo the ein yedea imgdolash abdolos doesn't mean the oldest of group a the oldest of the of, of those of group a ogdol machdanos is at the oldest of group b ogdanish or could even mean the youngest of group B, because the youngest group B could still be called the oldest because she's older than any, I mean, the youngest of group A. It could be the youngest of group A because the youngest of group A is still older than anybody that is in group B. Because she's older than even the oldest of group B. The, the youngest of group A is still older than anyone in group B. So, <laughs> so, Kula nasoros Michutz Vektanus. Liv Rabmeir. So, Rabmeir's opinion is that all of them need a get. If any of them want to marry anybody else, <laughs> they all need a get. All of those that are in group A, and all of those that are in group B. The only one that does not need a get, that could be free to marry without needing a get, is who? Is the youngest of group B. The youngest of the younger group, because there's no way that all the word... Could, the dola could be associated with her. All right, that is the opinion of man. Rabbi Yossi holds is that that Kula and Mottoros have He says that none of them need a get. The only one that needs a get is the oldest of group A, the oldest of the older group. Why? Because what he's going to say, his opinion is a person does not put himself in a situation of suffering. A person's not going to use terminology that might end up messing him up. So if he uses a terminology, it is an objective reality, it's not subjective relative to something else. So when you say oldest, oldest means one thing. What does oldest mean? The oldest, the oldest, of, all. oldest of the whole group, of both groups. Oldest means oldest and therefore the only one that needs a get, says Rabiosi, is the oldest of group A, which is the oldest of all of them, because she's the one who is objectively the oldest, not relative to anything else. She is the oldest of all of them. All right, now we're going to have the seemingly the same exact case, principles applied, just in the opposite scenario. In case A, we had that he came back and said, I married off my older daughter. We don't know which daughter that's referring to. Here it's the other way around. He said, I married off my youngest daughter, the younger daughter, the Katana." He says, <laughs> And by the way, just at this point, by the way, when we talk about older and younger, it doesn't mean adults. Because he doesn't have the ability to mikadash the adults. It just means in terms of their age relative to one another. Because an actual gdola, <laughs> if she's a, a not they have mikadash because she's a gdola, but gdola wouldn't be able to mikadash. Right. Now, he says something more like this. And that could be, by the way, why the segue into this case was the first case. To show you that the Bogaras for sure is not included. Remember, we had that, you're right, you don't include because the Bulgaris can't be referencing you know, your Bogeris, you don't have rights to Mikadash the Bogeris. Now, says so like this She so says, <speaking in Hebrew> however, I do not know. I don't know which one it was. Right, we actually had uh, Machlokas uh, uh, Abai, which we're going to get into. How can you make a Kedushin that you can't have beer? Right, it was Machlokas, the Kedushin needs to beer. So we said over oh, yeah, here, the case was Eina yadeya. He doesn't know. Means he forgot. It was known at the time when it happened. It wasn't Eina Yaduah that nobody knows. He doesn't know, okay? Too much alcohol. He doesn't know. But at the time it was known. But now I don't know which one it is. Is it now? What does Ketanos mean? ktanos can either mean... It could be k'tana shim, It could be the youngest of the first group because the youngest of the first group can be called still can be called the youngsters. Why could they still be called the youngsters? Because they're younger than the oldest of the first group. So younger could apply to group A, right? Ogdolos oh, shemiktana. Could even be the oldest of group B. Why could it be the oldest of group B? Because even the older of group B is still considered a k- k- k'tana relative to anybody in group A. Right? So therefore, she's younger than even the youngest one of the uh, older group of group A. Kula Nasuros, again, the same thing is going to be according to Rav Meir, since anyone falls under the tana, t- title of Katana, everyone except for one, the only one that you cannot use the word Katana for is who? The oldest of group A. The oldest of group A is not younger than any of the other girls. There's no katana it's an appellation that could apply to her. So, chutzmen have dolos with dolos, divra ab meir. And again, Rav Yosef said that person doesn't put himself into such a situation. If you use the word katana, it's the absolute katana. The only one that needs a get is who? The youngest of group B. She is objectively the youngest. And therefore, the youngest of the second group is the only one that needs a get. So we had basically over here the mission is divided into two halves. The first half was talking about a certain case, the second half was talking about two cases that are similar in, in, in principle. But what was the first case? The first case was that a person says, I'm being Makadish, my daughter. I was Makadish, my daughter. And it didn't make clear which daughter it was, but talking about not two groups. It's one case, So one wife, one group of daughters, and he said, my daughters, we said that the only one that you can't count, it doesn't mean, are the ones that already reached the age of Bogaris. Because they reached the age of Bogaris, they're not in his jurisdiction anymore, so clearly that's not the one it means. But the implication was, though, that the other daughters, they all have a problem. Right, the other daughters all have a problem. Gemara says like this, ha but Those are included in the problem. They all. So let's say he had five daughters. One of them was a gerist. The rest of them were <laughs> 12 and a half, less than twelve and a half. All five of them have a problem. It says Gemara, why is this not a proof to substantiate Rova's position against Abaya? What was Rova's position? Rova said that you cannot go that, that uh, uh, um, I'm sorry, this is the other way around. Why doesn't it substantiate which one? Who held what? I don't remember that. What was it again? a law of Kedushin Shaniyar? Why doesn't this substantiate a bias position? A bias said that a condition does not have to be fit for beer. Rama said it does. So why does this not substantiate a bias position? Well, how does it substantiate it? Because the Chorah, you, the husband, okay, the groom. We know who the groom is. It wasn't a question who the groom over here is. We just did not know who the Kala is. Now, if there are, let's say, four sisters that are below the age of 12 and a half, the bottom line is, he would not be able to have a beer with any one of the four. Why would he be able to have a beer with any one of the four? Because it might be the sister. And then, so therefore, it comes out that if Rava was right, you can't do a Kedushin. The Kedushin shouldn't work at all. Because it's a condition that's not Masul Labia, it's not broy Libya. So it says the more like this. So it says the more Bahaqtana Ba is Bahaqhtana's that included in the sophic all of the minors. Shmap me, no kadushans and bia have a condition. So why we should bring a Raya to the opinion, I believe it was the opinion of a we had before, that held that if it's not fit for Bia, it's still considered a good condition and you still need a get. So Mara says no. Because we doesn't say how many girls are in the family over here. Maybe there's two girls. There's the adult girl and there's the minor girl. So now, if that's the case, then there's, there's nothing to do with Machloka's Rav Abayah. Why? Because it just doesn't mean the older one, but who doesn't mean the minor one? And we you know who she is. So it's not a problem of having relations with her because you know who she is, right? It's V'adam HaKadash, to the one Then this is the minor. There are only two girls there. Says the one, yeah, but the wording was plural. It says, the, it doesn't say the bulgeras in the singular is not counted. It says the Bogros. it says the adult girls, plural. Now if you're saying this adult girls, plural, then also the minors should be plural. Why you wouldn't it, it could be. it wouldn't make sense to say, oh, there were three above 12 and a half, only one below 12 and a half. That, if you say three above 12 and a half, there should be three below 12 and a half. So you're using the word plural on the bogros, so therefore that means that there were ktanos as well, but plural, somewhere it says like this. So it says, the Gemara, Is that Baha Bow grows in the plural katani? Moses says, no, that's not a problem. Because sometimes the Mishnah refers to Bogros. It doesn't mean in this case there were multiple. It means that the Bogros in the world, means if you have a hundred cases like this in the world, you don't include the bagaris But since it's referring to all the cases in the world that apply that way, that's why it uses the plural. But it doesn't mean in this case that there's more than one above the age of 12 and a half. There's only one. Just as there's only one above 12 and a half, there's only one below 12 and a half, and therefore it's not a problem. And we also said why it uses the plural lotion. Bogros the Am. So Moses says like this, one second. So then L'choru, what's the novelty of the case? Meaning, let's just just, analyze this uh, intelligently. If we're talking about there were three above the age of 12 and a half, and three below the 12 and a half, and we're saying the ones above 12 and a half, you don't want to have to give them a get, they can't be included, not in the jurisdiction of the father. The three below, since we don't know which one it is, all three of them in a get. Then the novelty would be that the halacha is like a bayah, that even though you can't have bia with any one of them, all three of them meet again. to get. If that would have been the case, there's a novelty. If you're telling me, we're only talking about there were two girls, one adult and one minor. So obviously when he said that I was Makadish my daughter, which one does he mean? The minor. Because he can't be Mechadish. So what's the novelty? What is the Chiddush of the case? To teach me what? That you can't be Mekadosh, you're buggerous. Of course, we know that. We've learned Ksuvas already. We've learned uh, yavama. We know that a Bulgarist is not in your jurisdiction. So what is the novelty then? Everyone, you have the problem here. Pshita, that would be obvious. Why would you think he has any jurisdiction over the Bulgarist? That they should need a get. Of course, they don't need a get. Of course, it's only the Mayan needs a get. What's the novelty? So says like this, no. The case over here was that the Bougueras had made him into a shuliyach. means the Bougueras previously, we had this story before, the Bougueras previously said, Dad, if you come across someone that you think is a suitor, I want you to represent me as my agent, that you can go ahead and marry him to me. Now it changes the whole dynamic, because now she is in his jurisdiction, he could marry her off. So now you have to ask yourself, well, if he's in his jurisdiction, say if he said, I married off my daughter, I don't know which one it is, how are we so sure that it refers to the minor. If she's now in his jurisdiction, but now he represents her, how do you know, maybe it was the I mean, if, Okay, that's the novelty, he only means the minor, but why does he only mean the minor? I mean, before we thought, because you can't be Makadash the buggerest. Now we saying you could be, because he's her agent, but that's a problem. Tomorrow he says, and the Shadi says, that he made her into an agent. I. Ah, so how do you know that's not the case that over here that he did it for her? Because Ma'od because now you might have thought that he was being macabre for her, because he's able to be macabre for her. Why is he able to be macabre for the adult? Because the shaliyah. she's the Shliya. She's the Kamash Malan comes to teach me like this. The difference is like this, is the father has the rights to Kesev Kedushin of the minor. When he's mechadosh the minor, he keeps the money. Whereas when you saw, she just made you a Shliosh, she shirt. gets the money. So Kamash Milan, if we don't know what it made which one it refers to, it makes more sense that which is the one that it refers to, the one that he gets to pocket the money. That's how we know it's the K'nana and not the gadola. So says the more Inish, a person would not leave an opportunity, meaning the Islay the Hanomine that he directly gets benefit from, that he keeps the money. But and, the and 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 give up the chance of being Makaddish. Uh, for one that can get the money for one, they will not get the manor me nay. Where is this? One second. You're making up a situation here. You're saying is that the case is referencing over here not only when she's not a, sh- when, when, when he didn't represent her, We're saying it always means the minor. Why? Why? What's the novelty? Even in cases where the adult had made him an agent. Well, if you're opening that up and you're saying it's so much, even in those cases, then may, why not be then that it could also be included even in cases where she made him an agent and told him he's able to keep the money. Keep the money. money. Once you've opened up that can talk about all scenarios, then how do you know that's not the scenario? If that's a scenario, then your logic to as why he would mean the minor over the adult goes out the window. So therefore, how are we sure that it means the minor? To come back and say, well, no, if it was agency, but it's agency where he doesn't keep the money, that, that's very difficult to say that that's a shot in the Mishnah. So why is it like this? So when it says Milo in, and aren't we dealing with if it's all cases that even while those she made him an agent, maybe it's also they said you can keep the money. When says even so, mean like this, when says now even so you're right, apples to apples, you can keep the money for the minor, you keep the money for the adult. It still makes more sense that he does it for the minor. Why? Because there is an obligation, there is a mitzvah for a father to marry off his daughter, the minor. By the minor, there is such a thing. So therefore, why would he give up an opportunity to marry her as an adult where he doesn't have that obligation as an adult? He would rather get the mitzvah for his obligation to marry her as a minor. So therefore, if we don't know which one he meant, then then we assume that it's the minor over the adult. Nothing to do with the money. But we assume that a person would rather do something that he gets more credit for then do something that he gets less credit for. Where it says, He would not give up something on which that he has a mitzvah. There's a posse that's brought in Tamach. It says that he has obligation to marry of his daughter. To do something where he does not have an obligation. Yes, he took it out of the shlichus. But it's not an it's not an inherent mitzvah that you have to marry off your daughter. So you'd rather get the mitzvah where he has the obligation, the Torah-based obligation to marry off your daughter, rather an agency where she just appoints him, even if he gets to keep the money. And that's the novelty. Okay, let's go now to the second half of the Mishnah. Now, in the second half of the Mishnah, there are two cases. The one case, he said, I'm married of my daughters, uh, and he has two groups of daughters, and he said, I wanted, I married off the oldest, the the older one. Use the word older, And we say we don't know which one it means, because it could be the older, it could be the whole first group, but they're all older than the second group, or it could be everyone in the second group. And Rabbi Meir says it means everyone in the first group and everyone in the second group needs to get, except for the youngest of the second group. Okay? And, and Rabbi Yossi disagreed. It has to be an objective reality. It can only refer to one, and he says only the oldest of the older group. Then we have this is the exact same machlokas, but in this case, what, what did he say? I married off the katana. An exact same principle. Rav Meir says you have to worry about all of them because they all could be called katana. The whole second group is katana to the first group, and the first group are all katanas to the oldest. So it means everyone except for the oldest of the oldest. That's what he said. Again, Rav said, no. The rea- rea- object reality, the one that is clearly the katana is the youngest of the second group, that's the one you meant. The more wants to know, why do you have to bring both cases? Both cases seem to be bringing out the exact same principle. Why could one of the cases not be derived older, from the other? Older Either older, older or the katana, But why do you have to have both, right? It takes up a lot of space on the, on the, on the daf. Why do you have to have both? It's more it says like this. We need both. It means the, 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 nest, the, the, the question you have to just in, imply. It's what Rashi is here for. So when it says tzricha, it's asking about case two and case three of the second half of the Mishnah, which was the case of the case of oldest and the case of Kana, of the youngest. E and Because if you only had the first of the cases, which was, he said, the older, right? What would I have thought? She said like this. Let me say this more outside. To call a girl your older girl, right? It's, it's, you're actually, it's, it's, you're giving a, uh, it's, it's praiseworthy. So, so this is my, this is, this is, this is my older daughter. My older, you understand, you're calling her older because... She's older, even, the, even the young, from the younger group, all of them could be called older as long as not the youngest of the youngest, not the youngest of the second group. So we understand that it's praiseworthy to call them older, and therefore it could apply to all of them. And you might have thought to call, oh, this is my younger daughter, to say someone's the younger, the Katana, right? It, uh, you might argue that no, in such a case, unless she actually is the katana for everyone, you wouldn't call her katana. Maybe Rabbi May would agree with Rabbi Yossi in such a case, because why would you call? It's not. It's not. It's not even. Uh, uh, it, it's somewhat disparaging to say a girl that actually is older than the one below her. Why? Well, because she's, she's because she's younger than everyone in the first group. Why? Well, you. You would not. You might have thought you don't call her katana. Kamash, well, no, no, you would call, but you. You would. But you would not have known. From the case of older, that the same principle applies, according to Rav Meir, in the case of Ktana, Because you could say Ktana, maybe nobody calls Ktana unless she actually is the Ktana. Kamash Mulan, you could call Ktana as long as there is somebody older than her, even if there are people below her. So when it says like this. The so, yeah, Shmina, kamai said you would only have the first case, Baha Kamer, Rav Meir, that's, maybe that's where Rav Meir holds. There came to Ika sutra. because as long as there's anyone younger than her, Zutra Mino, Lahach, G'dol, Karla, you refer to as G'dol. And we said it's praiseworthy to be called the G'dol. Ava but in the case, the second case, we we're talking about where you use the word katana, a maybe katana laha katana, the You only use the word katana, she's my younger daughter, if what, if she is the youngest of everybody. But stop to call a girl younger, if she's not necessarily the youngest. Maybe you don't say that, it. It might be even disparaging to a certain extent. Baha. So then why not just write the case of Katana? and then Rav Meir holds that by Katana, for sure he holds that by dola. it's true. In Rav Mayer you could derive that. But in Rabiosi you might have thought the opposite. Maybe Rabiosi disagrees Rav Meir in the case of Katana because he does hold that sfora. I would only use the word katana. it's the youngest of the youngest. but maybe by gadola, he would agree with Rav Meir. That's why you have to write the case of as applies both in the case of Dola and in the case of Katana. So the iatmar Baha, if you only wrote the case of the katana, Baha Kam Rabi Yose, that's Rabi Yose, it only means the youngest of the youngest. Ava Baha, but in the first case, where it's talking about the case of Gedola, Ema Moda maybe you agree with Rabmey, meir. Lamey, bro. That's why you have to say, I'm sorry, I'm Uh a Tricho, Tricho, stop, right. Now, says the gemara like this that the takeaway from our Mishnah is, who's the one that says, you might use a language, it's not clear, that you put yourself in a sophic, that was Rav Meir. And Rav Yossi was the one who says, a person never puts himself in a sophic, it's always an absolute, right? So say one more like this, so what we seem to be saying now from our Mishnah, to Rav Meir, sabar, machis lena, lusveika, that Rav Meir puts himself, that a person would put himself in a situation of doubt, and therefore all of them need to get, and Rav Yossi sabar, Lomachis but he wouldn't speak that way, put himself in a doubt but we seem to have another of Yosi, where their positions seem to be reversed. Where is this? Desnan. We learned in a Mishnah, a person made a neder that this Ruvain says, I'm not going to get benefit from Shimon, and he used the words Ad HaPesach. So there we said there's no question. Ad means that once it starts Pesach, the neder falls away. So the Ara Pesach means Asr That's uh, 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 that, that that means Asr until Pesach arrives. Once Pesach arrives, everybody agrees in such a case. No more nether. Alright? Now, Achaia Pesach. What if you use the lashon until, even though you use the word until, until before we said means until it arrives, but use it until there will be Pesach. So therefore, over here, asir acchaeitzing. That we said, no, that doesn't mean until Pesach starts, but you said until, until Pesach will be implies that the Neder goes all the way through Pesach, right? Now, third expression, Ad Penei Pesach. Now, Ad Penei Pesach, the more assumes right now, Penei means until it's facing Pesach. So what does Rav Meir hold? Rav Meir, the more it seems to be saying is, well, the word Pnei, yeah, it might, it, it seems to be saying until it faces, the day until it faces Pesach would be the day before Pesach. However, you could argue that perhaps each day of Pesach faces Pesach, and therefore might not mean until the first day of Pesach, it might be that means as long as there's some Pesach to go, that time is facing Pesach. So maybe does also means in this case through Pesach as well. Not clear. So what does Rav Meir say over there? So Rav Meir Omer Osirad Shegei says, no, no, clear. The guy doesn't put himself in such a situation. If you said Pnei Pesach, the, um, the, it means until it faces Pesach until the day Pesach, when Pesach starts, never falls up. To say that he might be meaning each day faces the next day and each and even the last day faces the end of Pesach. No. The person's not going to put himself in such a situation. When he says, means until it pays Pesach, Pesach starts, it falls away. He says, no, you have to be concerned that maybe what he meant was each day is called Pnei Pesach and therefore you have to take that into account. So what do you see over here? The one that's concerned about multiple possibilities here is Rabbi The one that he says, so if you don't put yourself in multiple position situations. Is Rav Meir exactly the opposite of what we had in our Mishnah? So Amrav Chanina Bar says that is such a difficult problem there can only be a mistake. The Brysa has not been edited correctly, and you have to switch around the positions of the brisa to align themselves with yes, of, Mayor, you know, of our of our Mishnah. Of our Mishnah. So Amrav Mechleves Ashita Mechleves Gin means you have to switch around the positions. And now you're gonna say, well, well what right gives you to switch around the positions? The hatanya. Again, remember I told the time can either mean as a question or it can mean as a proof. So then Rashi is Binakhusa, gently, means it's gonna bring up proof to you that what I said is correct, that actually it has to be switched around. And, and you have to align the Braisa with the Mishnah. What's the proof? klau because the Bra'isa which is building upon the machlokas of me and Rabyos which you just had. If you're dealing with something that has an established time, Pesach we know starts on the, uh, the night of the 15th of Nisan. We know when it starts, we know when it ends. So you're dealing with something that's established time. And you use the expression of Ad Penei. Rav Meir Omer Ad You see clearly in this version, Rav Meir saying is, Penei could mean any day that it faces. And Rabbi Yosi Yomer it means until it arrives. Now, clearly, you see from this, the, the, the bryza has switched it around. So, to say that the earlier they switched around is supported by this later Brysa. Why it has to mean until a set time, that a set time, actually, like it's not a season. Because everyone agrees, it's not something that we don't know exactly when it's going to start. You would not go ahead and say something that's too amorphic. There you'd mean until it starts. Everyone agrees it means until it starts and not until it ends, because we don't know when it's gonna start and we don't know when it's gonna end, so therefore, clearly means until it starts. But anyway, the point is clearly over here, you see that it switched around, that Rav is the one that says it could mean uh, e- until, e- until it leaves, because each day it could mean Ad Panay, and Rabbi is the one that says it can't. Amr Abayim comes along, uh, uh, comes along the, the, the uh, e- uh, Abaya, and he's now, he, he makes a, a, a mind-blowing statement that's going to have major implications on how to learn our Mishnah. What Abaya says is as follows, Machlokas <laughs> Beshtekiteh Bonos. This Machlokas, that when you use Gedola, who does it refer to, or you use the word Katana, is only when you are comparing the two groups, right? But if you only focus on one group itself, Within one group, or let's say a guy only has one set of daughters, all right? And you use the word gadola, or you use the word katana, then it's an absolute. The only time it can be relative if it's to two groups. But not what means. If a guy has three daughters, let's say, and he says the word gadola, then it's not a shiloh. What does gadola mean? The oldest. If he says the word katana, that I means katana. We don't say, well, maybe it means the middle one, because the middle one is the katana to the gdola, but not the, no. We get, In one group itself, it's there's no, it's, not, it's never relative. It's only relative because the guy has two groups, but within the same group, gdola always means the gdola, the katana is the katana, and the middle one, you'll call her the middle one. That's my middle daughter, right? That's what you're for. You don't talk to her about being the gdola or the time. <coughs> Everyone, you know what your is saying. So, mare like this. Uh, I'm gonna buy it. I'm So I'm Rabbi. With Machlokas, this machlokas being <laughs> Rav Mayor and Rav Yossi is because there's two <coughs> groups. Bashtei Kite Bonus. Avobekas Achas. But if you only had one group, Divra Ko, everybody would agree that Gedola means Gadola Mamish and Katana means katana mamish and, and sois if you want to refer to the middle one, what will you do? You would refer to her by name. That's what you would be referring to. And so it's Bishmar Kari Okay, that's my middle daughter, that's her name. You okay? want to refer to Dola, not as a katana. So I'm about literabadabarma asnala baya. He says like this. The problem with that means based on what you're saying now, if you're going to be, you're correct in your, in your assumption, so it comes out like this, in the case that we had, all right, the first case, the first case, when the father said, I remember, I said the older daughter, right? Now, what was the ruling of the Mishnah? When he said the older daughter, right? Everybody is in question, the, for, the, the first group, because they're for sure, they're all older than the second group. And the second group are all in question, because they're all older than the youngest one. The only one that didn't need a GET was? The youngest the youngest? According to you, Rav Mayer the middle one shouldn't need a GET either. The middle one of the second group, because if this, in the second group itself, we would say, you don't call her older because she's older than the younger one, because she's not the absolute old in that group. So it should be that not only doesn't the second, or not only doesn't the youngest of the younger in the second group need a get, according to you, who else should not need a get? No, no, no. The middle one should not need a get. So when woman says, <laughs> she should be permissible as well. So what we answers, that in the second group, there are only two girls. Hmm. The second group, therefore, it's not a problem because there is only the older and the younger and therefore it doesn't come out being a problem So, all right where it says like this now you're going to argue eh? what right do you have to say that that's the case in the mishnah i'll prove to you that's the case in the mishnah what's the proof that's the case in the mishnah that we're talking about that there's no middle girls girl or girls in these in in that second group because if they had been right then the uh, right then uh then what and, and if there had been the Tana would have said that not only is the younger one permissible but the middle one is permissible as well had there been what's the proof to that because it's logical because if there had been a middle daughter to lesnaye then why didn't it speak it out what it should have said like this what it should have spoken all it said is it cannot be referring to the, uh, it, when you said older, it, 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 the oldest of the second group, it said the older of group two is Osr, right? and the younger of the second group is Mutera. Why did it also say, and the middle one is Asura? Because the middle one is still older than the younger one. Why didn't it speak that out? Isn't that information we should have done? So why didn't it speak it out? Because obviously it's talking about a situation, what? Where there was no middle one. Had there been a middle one, Chitaka would have been Muteras. So we're bringing a rhyme from the fact when you spoke out who is Asur, you only mentioned the oldest of the younger group. Why do you only mention the oldest young group? Why don't you mention the middle one of the younger group? Because the there's one. no middle one. That's the point. So one says, ah, I'm going to stop it, the im to the eco, because if it was a middle group lesnaye, then it shouldn't be mentioned her and saying she also is a surat because she's older than the youngest. It doesn't mention that. Someone says, one second. If that logic is correct. Then why don't you say the same thing in the older group? In the older group, in group A, we also never mentioned the middle daughter. We said, what is the problem? We said, the oldest one is Asura because she's older than everyone. The youngest one is Asura because she's older than everyone in the second group. Why don't we talk about the middle one, right over there? So your will be why? Because the middle one would be Muteris. We know that she's not Muteris. So therefore, why is it mention her? and so it's because then the middle daughter in the first group the thevadaveka who for sure the harder there's no Shila she for sure is called a dola why is she called the Gdola? because she's older than everybody in the first why isn't she mentioned right by and she is ustered to marry anybody else so therefore meekta doesn't mention her so therefore you see there doesn't mention we know her so therefore the fact doesn't mention her you can't bring that ariah that she would have been mutter Right? Because we know she's a surah. So therefore how can you bring a riot from the second group? The fact doesn't mention her is a raya that she's Muteras. Whereas Hakiash, the apples and oranges, you can't compare the two. Why? Because Hassam, in the in the first group, once you tell me that the youngest daughter is a surah, right? But when you say it could be there were, there were ten girls in the first group, but in the first group we said the youngest one is a surah. Why why is the youngest one called gadola? The youngest of the first group. Why is she called the G'dala? Because her. she's older than... Why do you tell me that, you don't have to mention anyone above her. Because if she's called Dola because she's older than everyone in the second group, obviously, girl two, three, four, and 5 are going to be considered G'dala. That's why in that case, there's no need to mention her. katana di It mentions in the, first, in the first group, it mentions the youngest one that is a surah because she's considered older. So, who and obviously the logic dictates anyone older than her is for sure considered to be older because not only they're older than the youngest one but they're older than everyone in the second group so you don't have to mention them but in the second group you can, in the second group where actually the fact that you just mentioned the younger one is mutter that wouldn't tell me that the one above her is mutter until you actually spoke it out so there you should have to speak it out the middle one the fact that you don't speak out the middle one implies that there is no middle one because you can't automatically assume the information not assume therefore the fact is not mentioned therefore there's a there's proof that we're not dealing with that Case. Im In the second group, if there was a middle, uh, and they want to tell you that she's Asura as well, so in this night you should have to write it because the youngest one you're saying is Mutter. The one above her is Asur. Mention the one above it. In fact, you never mentioned it. Must be we're not talking about that there was such a case. Okay. Ravuna Now, he says the problem is, according to what Abaya was saying, that if it's in one group, then we never have a question. It's absolute. He agrees that the oldest, that, that it always, it, it it's always referring uh, 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 it refers to absolute. So let's talk about the case of Pesach. He used the word Ad Pnei. Is the case of Pesach, what did he mean? Is that more comparative to two groups or is that more comparative to one group? it's it's one group. You're not talking about two different sets of variables. So therefore, it should come out. Then why are you Mesuppet? There you said when you're talking about one group, it always is an absolute. So why Rav is over there? Well, maybe it means the second day, the third day, the fourth day. You should know that should not be a subject We're talking about within one group. It says Amalei Bishul the the Kas Ahazdam. That's more comparable to the only focusing on one group. And still Rav May and Rav disagree. You said there's no argument if it's only one group. But you see there's an argument over there. So Amalei, so over answered him, is that we, that, the, that the case over there actually is not what we thought. We thought, what does Pnei mean? Pnei means the day before, the day before. You're right. If that's what it meant, then it would only be one, so it only could mean absolute. It's the first, until up and not past it. They're arguing what the word Pnei means. The word Mufne means also sometimes means that the whole thing has been completed. They're arguing what, how to translate the word Pnei. That's what they're arguing about over there. They argue about the general rule of what does Pnei Pesach means. Mars says Ad Pnei Pesach means Ad Kamei Pesach. Until the face Pesach. Face Pesach, you're right, absolute. The only day that faces Pesach you're far worried about is the first time. I may be more no, It's like one group. One absolute question, that's what it is. But the problem with Dramer Ad Pnei comes from the lotion Ad Mafnei. Mafnei means past. He understands the word mafne pesach means the whole pesach has passed, and that's why he says that you have to worry about that the netter goes all through the pesach, because the word ne means until pesach has passed. Therefore, it has nothing to do with is the uh, same terminology, can mean multiple things. In one group, you always assume it means an absolute, you're right. But yeah, the other question is, what does that word mean? It's not a suffix, does mean first day, second day, third day? It's what does the word mean? Does it mean until it happens, or does it mean until it passed? And that's why we have the machlokus over there, General we'll stop over here.